Are you a passionate business owner or entrepreneur ready to take your message to the world? Do you dream of launching your own podcast but don't know where to start? Introducing my eight-week Start Your Podcast program designed to guide you every step of the way in creating and launching your podcast. In this program, you'll learn the essential skills needed to craft engaging content, record high-quality episodes, and market your podcast effectively to reach your target audience. I will work closely with you providing personalized guidance and feedback to ensure your podcast stands out in a crowded digital space. But hurry, spots are limited and applications for our upcoming cohorts are closing soon. Don't miss this opportunity to turn your podcast dreams into a reality and launch your podcast this summer visit our website donnaede.com forward slash apply and apply now to secure your spot in our next cohort together let's make your podcasting vision a success you're listening to the mindset and action podcast bringing you the map to grow and streamline your business in 2023 i'm your host donna Ede, your go-to gal for all things podcasting planning and productivity and i'll be bringing you all that plus mindset goodness from experts with knowledge to share let's make 2023 the year of success in your business to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here for a really different type of episode. So I decided that I was going to do an episode that was a bit more um, interactive, as it were, and let you guys ask me some questions. So back in September, I asked my audience on Instagram and LinkedIn and in my emails to send me some questions of things that they wanted me to answer. So if you sent me a question, then this is being answered now. The other different thing to this episode is that I'm actually streaming this live on Instagram as I speak. So if you are live in the chat with me on Instagram, say hello. I'm really excited to have you here along for the journey and I will be answering questions from the chat as I go as well. So the first question that I was asked was, what kind of podcasts do you listen to? So I thought this was a really interesting question. And I think it's actually a question I should start asking my guests. I often ask what their book, what their top book is, but um, what podcasts they listen to, I think would really tell you a lot about who they are as a person. So my podcast choices are a little bit eclectic. So I have business podcasts is my main staple of podcasting. I really like the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast by Emily Hirsch. That's a really good one. Amy Porterfield and the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. I really enjoy listening to Kelly Moser of the Align Success podcast. And there are a few others in there as well. I do really enjoy The Diary of a CEO, but I don't actually like listening to that. A lot of podcasts I find when you are in the car and you've got the engine running and stuff, and 22% of people actually listen when they're in the car, um, I find that Diary of a CEO is, is a little bit too quiet to listen to in the car. Like I turn my phone up full volume, I turn the car stereo up to full volume and it just isn't loud enough for me to be able to hear properly. So I will usually watch that one rather than listen to it. And also Ramit Sethi's podcast. So if anybody doesn't know who Ramit Sethi is, he is an American money 
um, coach and I really enjoy listening to his podcast. But again, he has guests on and when they're coming through on Zoom, but he's set up in his professional situation with his microphone, the audio is often quite different. So I'll hear him clearly, but I won't be able to hear what his guests are saying. So that is one that I also watch on YouTube. But As for non-business related podcasts, I listen to Corinne Crabtree and her podcast is Losing £100. Um, I don't have £100 to lose, but I do enjoy her method of teaching. She is a little bit sweary. She is from Texas and I love a good accent, as you all know. So that's one that I enjoy. I like to listen to Francesca Amber and her podcast. She's a UK podcaster and she has the... um, What's it called? Oh, I've forgotten what it's called. The Law of Attraction Changed My Life, I think it is. I think it's that. So um, I will check. I will link all these in the show notes for you guys if you want to go over and check them out. Um, I do listen to some what I call trashy podcasts. So La La Kent, um, give them La La podcast. Um, I sometimes listen to the shenanigans podcast. So as you may guess from that, if you know, um, I'm a bit of a Vanderpump Rules fan. So I like to listen to the gossipy stuff that they talk about sometimes. But that's when I'm really just trying to zone out. Um, and And then I also do listen to some true crime podcasts, but again, I tend to watch them on YouTube rather than listen to the audio because the ones that I listen to often show you sort of pictures of areas and um, pictures of the people they're talking about and stuff. So I'm I'm interested in all of that. I'm a bit of a true crime junkie, as it were. So those are the kind of podcasts I listen to. Um, I got asked, how did you get into podcasting? And I also got asked, why do you podcast? So I thought I would answer those two together. How did I get into podcasting? Well, around 10 years ago now, I started listening to Amy Porterfield's podcast. She was my first glimpse of what podcasting was about. So I decided to listen to her and I kept listening to her and I just never even thought that podcasting was even a thing that I could do. I didn't know it was a thing that you could do in the UK. I thought it was an American thing and I also thought that you would need a fancy studio and sound equipment, sound engineer and all of that jazz to produce a podcast. So it was never on my radar as something that I could do. Now the other thing that um, you need to know about me is that I like to talk. Who'd have thunk it? Um, But I really enjoy talking. I have been a guest on the radio um, a few times and I really got interested in radio and I actually had talks with one of the big bosses at BBC Radio Northampton about doing a chat show style thing um, on a Sunday. And It didn't end up panning out as these things often don't, um, but it really got me intrigued into audio. And one of the biggest reasons is because I don't have to get makeup on or make myself look pretty. You know, I could do it in my pyjamas if I want to. And sometimes I do do it in my pyjamas. But that was the, the idea behind sort of radio was it was a way to reach people without having to have my face out there. And it's not to say that i don't like having my face out there. It's just, it's a lot of effort to try and make yourself look presentable. And anybody who knows me and follows me on Instagram knows that there is one filter that I use. 
currently using. And it just, it just, softens things. It doesn't really change much about my actual face, but I don't wear makeup. So I often think I look a little bit rough. (laughs) So I use a filter. But other than that, you know, I've got no issue with showing up without makeup. I just feel like if you're going to do video, then you need to put the effort in to make that look good. That's just my feeling on it. So when I started my business back in 2020, I knew that I needed to create weekly content. I completely believe in the concept of creating weekly content for your audience. And I decided that I didn't want to do a blog. I did that before when I was a wedding photographer and portrait photographer. And I just decided that wasn't really the route I wanted to go down. And for all the reasons I've already explained, video wasn't really appealing to me. And I thought that podcasting would probably be easier than editing a video, which in some cases it absolutely is. So I decided to look into how you start a podcast and that is how I got into it and the why I got into it. So that really answers those questions. Um, I did get asked, what is your mic recommendation for somebody? So if you are getting started with podcasting, what I will say is that it doesn't have to cost you a lot of setup equipment wise. Um, I started my podcast with my headphones from my mobile phone that had the mic on. So I have a set of Apple headphones that have got the mic on. Um, I plugged those into my laptop. I opened up Audacity, which is a free um, software, and I recorded my podcast. And that is how I started. And when I realized that I was committed to doing this and it was going to be an ongoing thing, then I decided to upgrade my mic. And I have been on the Samsung Q2U, and that's Samsung, so S-A-M-S-O-N, Q2U um, ever since. And I love it. I think it is a great microphone and it is my recommendation. Um, A lot of people will say um, a version of the Blue Yeti. I don't like the Blue Yeti for podcasting. Um, It is a condenser mic, which means that it picks up a lot of sound from around you, um, which can cause issues, whereas the Samsung Q2U is a directional microphone. So a car just went past my house. You probably didn't hear it because it is picking up the direction from which it is pointed, which is at my mouth, which is not in the same direction as the cars going past outside. So it's just able to give you a better sound quality, in my opinion, my humble opinion. And it is also reasonably priced. So it's around £70 on Amazon. um, And, you know, you can get deals on it different times. You can sort of put it in your wish list and Amazon will let you know when it goes down and goes up and stuff. So um, it is a good one. And that's what I've been using. And I don't plan on upgrading it at any point soon. So that is my answer to that one. Um, The next question I got, was, so can you really make money podcasting? And what I would say to you is if you are thinking of starting a podcast to make money, then you're starting a podcast for the wrong reason. Because unless you are somebody famous like the Vanderpump Rules cast, or if you are really big in the podcasting space like Stephen Bartlett, Amy Porterfield, Joe Rogan, then you are not going to be able to just 
podcast and make money. So when people say make money from your podcast, often they're talking about brand deals, sponsorships and things like that. You need to have a lot of downloads for brands to work with you. Now, there are ways of getting um, smaller companies to sponsor you and do brand deals. There are companies out there that can help facilitate those negotiations, but you do have to have a really good chunk of downloads to sort of get anywhere with that. And so to me, this isn't the path that you want to go down with podcasting. To me, if you want to make money podcasting, it is selling your own stuff that is going to help you make money through your podcast. And to be honest with you, that is like where most business owners start with their podcast. You know, Amy Porterfield started with selling her stuff. She now advertises on there. She has affiliates with um, Kajabi. She works with HubSpot. And you will hear those kind of ads within her podcast now. But when she first started, she didn't have any of that. She was just advertising her own stuff. So to me, it is a way of getting your products and your services in front of your audience. And that is where the potential for income comes from with podcasting. Then you can add in the other things as you go and as you grow. Um, But a lot of the times your podcast audience is going to be quite niche. The idea is to get those ideal clients listening to you, those ideal um, ears listening to what it is that you're saying. So it's not necessary that you're going to have this huge audience from the offset or that you're going to sort of grow to have a huge audience like, you know, Amy Porterfield, a million downloads a month. That is insanity. She is like the top 0.01% of podcasts, you know, that's not natural. Whereas to get to fifty, the top 50% of podcasts, you need 30 downloads on your episode in the first week from release. So to get to the top 50, you only need 30 downloads in a seven-day span on an episode, which is actually very doable, but that puts you in the top 50%. So that just gives you an idea of the where the percentages are on those downloads from Amy down to 30 is in the top 50% of podcasts. So um, sort of looking at sponsorships and deals like that, you would have to put in the effort to actually reach out to people who are, you know, smaller businesses that might really find value in your audience. And you would need to show that your audience is an audience of buyers that are ready for what they're selling. Um, And you would have to do some sort of negotiation and, and work there with them for that. Um, Going to a big company that is working with influencers and all of those different things is going to be quite difficult to get brand deals in that way on your podcast. So that's what I would say about making money on your podcast. Um, Is it worth the effort? So a lot of people are just like, is it worth it, Donna? And to me, 100% it is totally worth it. I think podcasting is a great way to actually connect with your audience. So if you are going to um, produce content on a regular basis, then I think audio is the most powerful because nine times out of 10, people listening to podcasts are listening with their headphones in that is really intimate. You know, who gets up that close to a stranger? You know, that is pretty darn close. So if you are looking to really get 
close to your audience, connect with them on a deeper level, then then being able to hear your voice, which you don't get with a blog, is really, really powerful. And the fact that you get up so close and personal to them is so, so much better than sort of the other methods of reaching them. So I just think podcasting is great. Um, I think there are ways around it. So another question that I got asked was, I just don't have time. Um, How can I do it quickly? And there are different things that you can do to cut down on the time that it takes to produce a podcast. One is how long are you going for? I'm like 15 minutes into this particular episode. My episodes tend to run for about 30 minutes on average. Um, But you could do a podcast that was only 15, 20 minutes per episode. That's going to cut down your time, both recording and editing. Um, Use AI features. There is so much help out there now with AI to produce you an outline for your show, to produce show notes for your show, to produce a blog for your show if you wanted to add a blog in. You know, so there are other avenues that you can use that are going to make quick work of some of the things that take a little bit longer in podcasting. Um, And you can outsource. So you can do the recordings. You could outsource the editing and uploading and stuff to a VA if you're at that stage of your business. So saying that you don't have time, um, I think is an excuse that hasn't been thought out because there are ways around the time factor. I'm a big, big proponent for batching. This is the 29th of September as we're recording this. And this is my last episode that I am recording for 2023. I have recorded all the other episodes that are going live this year. So that is really huge. And if you're going to do a seasonal show, then batching will really work and is not going to take up as much time as having a weekly show. So there are ways around the time factor. Okay. So one of the other questions that I got asked, and if you are live on Instagram, please feel free to put questions in the comments and I will answer them. Um, Is it hard to find guests? So is it hard to find guests? Absolutely not. There are more guests out there than there are podcasts. And there are a lot of podcasts out there that are solo shows that don't do interviews. So if you are looking to bring on guests, which I highly, highly recommend because that is a way to grow both your audience and their audience, um, then getting guests isn't difficult. There are groups on Facebook. I will link some of them in the show notes where you can go um, and look for guests and where you can let people know that you want to be a guest. You can reach out to podcasts personally and request to be a guest. So you will get DMs. I get them all the time. I get emails from people asking to be on the show. Um, There are a lot of people out there looking to guests on podcasts right now. There are not always a lot of good quality guests. So one of the things that I always ask for in my inquiry stage is evidence of them speaking elsewhere, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a a live event, whether it's a Facebook live, um, whatever, I want to hear them speak and know that they can hold a conversation because the last thing you want to do is say yes to somebody that you have, is a complete stranger to you who you don't know and have them come on and it be a very difficult interview for you because then it's like, do you really want to put that out 
to your audience and are you going to let that person down by cutting them from your lineup. So there is definitely um, a quality issue sometimes, but if you are looking to be a guest, I highly, highly recommend that you connect with Kelly Moser on Instagram. She has a program called Hell Yes Guest, and I just love the way she teaches people to apply for guest spots on shows. So I would highly recommend her. I would highly recommend going to her students if you are looking for guests, because those guys they know what they're doing, which is really, really great. Um, There is a second part of that, which is as the host, you are there to encourage good behavior, as it were. So letting people know exactly what you expect of them, exactly how to turn up, how to have their setup, um, what they can expect when they um, turn up for the recording, how it's going to happen, how it will happen afterwards. All of those things are going to help somebody who is not necessarily an expert podcast guest be more comfortable and do the things that need to be done to make it a really good collaboration. And that's what it's all about with podcast guesting. It's all about the collaboration, which I love. So we are moving right along to one of the the last couple of questions, which were a bit more personal, which is why I left them to the end. And the first question was, whereabouts are you based? So I'm in Northamptonshire. This is what I call my home county. Um, I've been here since I was four years old, but I was actually born in Kingston upon Thames. So um, I always like to say that I'm a bit of a Londoner because that's where I learned to talk. Um, But I have lived most of my life in Northamptonshire. So anybody who is Northamptonshire based will know. Um, but my thing is, is whenever I go to the west side of the country, um, west south side of the country, when I come home, I always know I'm home when I see the lift tower. That is my kind of, ah, and I'm home. So if you are Northamptonshire based, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about there. And then lastly, what are some of your favourite things to do outside of your business? Well, I actually really love a lot of the stuff that I do in my business because I love planning. Um, I love setting things up. I love creating. I love doing the podcast. So there is a lot of stuff that I love to do within my business, which can make it very difficult to put it down. Um, And that is something that I have struggled with setting that boundary of a stop time, etc., which is a struggle. But Outside of that, I um, really enjoy salsa dancing and it's something that I have not got back into properly since the pandemic, which really makes me sad. But it was something that I was really, really passionate about before the pandemic. And when I go, I absolutely love it. Um, But it's just it's just that effort of getting out. And I think part of it is because I work from home now. So I'm always at home and it is my comfort space. And so when my other half comes home from work and he's just like, are we going to go to dance tonight? I'm just like, I don't really want to go out uh, because I've been here all day. Whereas when I used to work outside of the house, you know, I'd be out, come back, get changed, have something to eat, go out again. It wasn't such a big deal. Um, But because I'm here all the time, it's a lot harder to get out the door. It really is. And um, it is something I'm going to have to look at forcing myself to do more because once you start, then it becomes easier. 
So there's that. Other things that I like to do, I love to go and visit country houses. So I am a history buff. I did a major in history with creative writing as my um, minor for my degree when I was in my late 20s. And my favourite, favourite module that we did was called the country house. And I just love going back in time, stepping into those places. Blenheim Palace is one of my favourite, favourite places to go. I've been there. I've lost count, actually. I've probably been over 10 times now, um, whether that's been for their light walk or um, just to go. I've been with lots of different people. So I've been with my mum, I've been with my daughter, I've been with my partner, been with our friends. So I really enjoy Blenheim Palace. Um, but then also, you know, just going around any of the country homes, Belton House, um, in Kettering area um, and all of the different houses that we've got around here, ones that are in ruins, ones that are still functioning. Um, it's just fascinating to me and I love the history behind that. So that's that's a little bit more about me. So um, I hope you have enjoyed this um, Q&A style podcast. Let me know your feedback. I am always open to your feedback, as you know. So do let me know and maybe I will incorporate these sort of once a quarter or something. Um, if you would like that. So that is it for today's episode. I am really happy to have spent this time with you today. If you are listening to this on the podcast, then thank you so much for tuning in. Um, if you are watching live on Instagram, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. And until next time, bye for now. Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.